0: Please
1: stand clear of the doors.
0: Hey guys, so yeah, we're at Magic Kingdom. Super mm-hmm. excited, right? Yes. Which way do you guys want to go? I think we should go this way, right here to the left.
1: No, we should go right.
2: Which way do we need to go? <laughs>
0: Welcome to episode 64 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex.
2: I'm Jen.
1: Today, we will be giving the his on a goofy movie. Well, unfortunately, uh, Diz His crew, uh, one of our members, ended up leaving the party. Uh, we had differences and just, uh, just some opinions, you know, a different opinions, things. and he decided to walk away from uh, Diz His. So then we, uh, luckily for us, we have a third person, another person we could have brought in easily which is Jen, who we know, yep. and so she'll join us on this, it is his journey.
0: Yeah, yeah, and she, uh, she's actually the one that does a lot of the traveling with us. I, you know, when mm-hmm. we have our big family trips, mm-hmm. usually it's Jen that she is the one that, you know, she pretty much plans it all for us, and we're, I say you and I, Alex, and we're not so much me, but we're kind of relaxed. I'm just down to go to Disney have a good time, and Jen's is like, oh, we'll go here, do this, do that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, whatever, it's just I'm just happy I'm at Disney. Yeah. So, are you uh, saying
2: I'm a control freak? Uh,
0: no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> we do have something called the gen experience, though, where whenever we go uh, to do things with you, you always get like upgraded. Oh, yeah, dumb
2: <laughs> luck. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, for the last time when we went to Alaska, you know, she got upgraded to like this monster suite. It probably could have fit like what, like 10,000 people or something. I'm just joking at yeah. 10,000, but it was like what. Seriously though, no, it fit like fifty people, right?
2: No, it was the occupancy was twenty five people. Twenty five
0: people? Twenty-five yeah. people. And they were right in the hotel, like the main hotel. And then I, Mel and I, and Nick, you know, and Mel's sister, um, we all got like to we went we got booked in some like hotel, like it was like the same hotel, but way out there. Like way we had to walk like the five venues. minutes. To, yeah. It was
2: it was across the street. Yeah. It was it
0: was across the street. But it was like connected by like one of those bridges, you know, like go like over like uh, uh like a street or something, but like over what do they called? Like overpass, I guess? I guess. Like Overbridge. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Uh but off topic, you know, Adams and Long are on the show. We have some differences mm. and wish him the best. Maybe in a couple months, you know, uh we can have him on as a guest or something. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Goofy movie. Uh so what do you guys think about this movie? I actually watched it uh today. You did? Yeah, I watched oh. it today, yeah. Really? Yep, I watched a little bit of it today. Um, I watched probably about 75% of it. Uh, and so what do you guys think about it?
1: Last time I saw it was about probably a month and a half ago. Mhm. Uh, and I really didn't remember it too much from the fir- from when I saw it as a kid, but from a month and a half ago watching it, it was pretty good. I had some It's uh it's entertaining. It does have some slow points. Um, definitely has some points where it's kind of slow. they have funny points as well but it's a it's a pretty good movie and what are you think how about you Jen
2: i i liked it from i remember seeing it when it came out um just because and i'll go into that with my memories a little bit more there were um there was a girl i was babysitting so i was a teenager there was a girl um a little girl i was babysitting and mm-hmm. she loved it so that's where i i first saw it was with her and then um it was you know I enjoyed it. Um, The music, I like the music from it. Um, So, so much so that, you know, we, my husband and I introduced the movie to our daughter Mm -hmm. when she was a toddler and, you know, she really liked it as well. So it's one that we've seen several times, Um, you know, on occasion we've quoted it, you know, a a few times. And I asked her the other day when I was telling her that we were, um, we were doing this, that, Um, I'm like do you still like that movie she's like oh yeah I love that movie and then thinking about it I don't know if my son has ever seen it I think that there's been other movies that just like this one wasn't on the radar so I don't know when we've watched it last so I think we have something to do this weekend Mm. oh
1: not last weekend before we read the podcast
2: yeah no I mean well he's not he's not being interviewed in the podcast so but um but yeah, so I think I'll watch that with him coming up.
0: Yeah. And you're, if you're watching on YouTube and you can see the back of her, of her show, like her background, it's uh, it's the goofy, goofy house, right?
2: Yes. I figured since um, I can't always guarantee that my my back, my space behind me is the best because I'm working at home still just because of, you know, COVID and everything that I would um at least kind of jazz it up a little bit and just kind of make a relevant background from here on out. So yes, that is the goof house. Yeah. From and, the
0: movie. Yeah. And you are kind of living the movie. I think Because I watched it today, you know, and <laughs> I feel like you're living the movie a little bit in a way. And because oh, you have like um, a teenage teenager, right? Tell mm-hmm. me this. Tell me right now. And I just watched it. Right. And they're talking okay. about it, the way he's dressing. And we just had this conversation last night. Remember? Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> this is like your life now. But like, well, they, they can just call it the Gen movie.
2: it's you know it's funny because i it's really when you're not when you've never encountered it it seems like it's very stereotypical but then when you're in it you're like yeah this is pretty much what it's like to have a teenager so
0: yeah and like when you when i was watching it today first off a great movie uh really enjoyed watching it uh, and it is, like, the stereotypical, have, like, your dad, you know, and you have your teenager, and the teenager wants nothing to do with the parent. Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And all the parent wants to do is, wants to bond with, you know, their, their child. And about halfway through the movie, of course, the child starts saying, you know, this is, a, this is, like, a moment we're having here, and they start, you know, reconnecting. So we'll talk more about that as we go on. Uh, one of our Patreon members, Dane, he loves the Goofy movie. And Dane and I actually did a virtual spotlight uh, maybe like know, a month ago, a couple of months ago. And you can find it on com. And the spotlight, you know, he talks about um, the Goofy movie. And he also ta- he also on one of the cruise ships got to meet Max and Goofy. Uh, and I actually got to meet um, Max and Goofy also on one of the cruise ships and uh, it was a really cool experience. So...
1: Let's give it a rating. We're
0: going to rate the movie? Yeah. We always rate things. That's true. We do always rate things. So what do you what do you think, Alex? I would give it a six. How about you? Because Jack?
2: I would also give it a six. Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and bump that up a little bit. Because you know, I'm you guys are uh, well, especially Alex, but he kinda lowballs <laughs> everything. I think I'm going to give it I think I'm gonna give it a seven. Come on, why are you guys giving it a six not a seven?
1: Like um, why? I have a good reason. Uh, I grew up watching the sequel, which I like a lot more. Really. Never seen it. <laughs> Neither have I. So the sequel I say is better, so I have to give this a six to keep it lower than the sequel. So what would you really? give the what would you give the sequel? Probably like a and seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. So he's not even gonna give it a seven, he's gonna give
0: it a seven and a half. Okay. And Jen gave it a six and I gave it a seven. Okay,
2: well. Only because, you know, there are, I like my movies to kind of evoke emotion. And so this is a fun movie. The songs are fun. You know, mm-hmm. we know the words, we can sing them and whatever, but it's not like I get emotional watching the movie. Well, that's not true, I probably will get really emotional watching it yes. now just because. Yeah, but,
1: tell us um, next week if you get emotional or not.
2: Yeah, I will. We'll watch it this week and I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, she telling she was crying. She posted
1: a video on Discord.
2: <laughs> <It's> so sad.
0: <laughs> Let's get to the his on a Goofy Movie.
1: A Goofy Movie is a 1995 American animated musical comedy film produced by Disney Movie Tunes and Walt Disney Television Animation. The film is a continuation of the television series Goof Group, which appeared in the Disney afternoon TV block in the mid-90s. Featured voices include Jason Marston, Bill Farmer, Jim Cummings, Kelly Martin, Polly Shore, Jenna Von Oy, and Wallace Shawn.
0: Okay, so uh great movie. Did you guys watch the series on Disney Channel?
2: Yeah. I did.
0: Yeah. And uh, I just remember, one of the things I remember is coming home from school, you know, and watching Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Those are like my two things I used to do. You know, yeah. you know, you used to watch like uh Rescue Rangers, um, you know, Darkwing Duck and this those I those will be forever, you know, special yes. those 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 times will be forever special to me. Did you guys used to do the same thing?
1: Uh well, I mean, age difference between us makes it so I I w didn't watch those cartoons when I got home from school. hmm Uh I have seen it. On reruns and stuff, I used to watch it when it came on, for sure. Okay, how about you, Jen?
2: I think I'm the oldest out of you guys, so I think that I mean I was kind of at an age where you know I'm older and I'm I'm not I'm not watching cartoons completely and totally, but like I um, had said before, I I had um, a babysitting job, and so you know you kind of the easiest way to babysit is to sit and watch TV. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, so that's where even you know a, being a little older, I still you know, got to watch all the shows. So yeah, I did watch goof truth and Disney afternoon and all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, you know, cool that they took the cartoon. They saw the cartoon was doing well. And they're like, you know, we're going to go ahead and make it into a movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I did not even know they, until you mentioned it, Alex, I had, mm. I totally forgot that they even made a second goofy movie.
1: Yeah. It was uh straight to uh TV. So,
0: Oh really? Yeah. Well, did Did the Goofy movie, a Goofy movie, it came out in theaters, right? Jen, did you go see it in theaters? No. Yeah, I didn't go see it in theaters either.
1: The idea to make a theatrical animated film starring Goofy came about while considering ideas for a potential Goof Group TV special. There was a desire to expand Goofy as a character, as well as giving him an emotional side. The majority of the cast from the show reprised their roles, with one notable exception. Dana Hill was replaced by Jason Marston as Max's voice due to the character's age difference. R&B artist Evan Campbell provided the vocals for Powerline, a fictional celebrity musician who prominently appears in the movie, performing the songs Stand Out and Eye to Eye. While the work was a Disney production, it was considered far less essential than the studio's mainstream works at the time, such as The Lion King, and was given a far smaller budget compared to these films.
0: At one point, Disney, they were doing this uh thing where on the app itself you can go on and get kind of discounts on magic bands i'm not sure if they do, they're doing that right now you know uh but so i got on and there was like a goofy movie magic band that they were having a deal on and also steve just put in chat in discord chat one of our patreons he said goofy movie was the third highest box office hit in april 1995 can anyone guess what the other two movies were april 1995
1: oh man i'm i would yeah you're I not gonna get chance.
0: it i give you some hints jen I was eight.
2: All right, give me some hints. Okay,
0: uh, one was with Will Smith, and he was okay. a and he was a cop. Nine. Oh, no,
2: is that Bad Boys? Yep, Bad Boys.
0: And the other one was with Chris Farley, Tommy Boy. Uh, Bad Boys was at fifty million. Tommy Boy was at twenty six, and Goofy movie was at twenty four movies. So it actually oh, wow. did kind of well in the movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. I just pretty don't pretty remember,
1: good. you know. So I know like you guys are always talking about Powerline stuff and since I didn't really watch this movie that much, I didn't know who Powerline was. So I remember like you and Adam were talking about Powerline yeah. all the time and like how you love the music and I don't know the music at all. I don't know the character at all really because I'm not a big, I'm not a huge fan of this movie and since like I hadn't watched it a whole bunch of times. um, So yeah, just, I, I don't I think that may be common to people maybe my age, I don't know. Taking place a few years after the events of Goof Group, a Goofy movie follows Goofy and his son, Max, on an adventure revolving around their father-son relationship. Goofy is the single father of his 14-year-old son, Max Goof. Although the two have a tense relationship, on the last day of school before summer vacation, Max and his best friends PJ and Bobby hijack the auditorium in the middle of the principal's speech, creating a small concert where Max performs dressed as the pop singer Powerline. The performance makes Max a school celebrity and presses his love interest Roxanne. Max, PJ, and Bobby are sent to the office after the concert to face consequences. While waiting outside of the office, Roxanne agrees to go with Max to a party where Powerline's concert will be viewed live on television. However, the principal calls Goofy and forewarns him that Max's behavior may result in him facing capital punishment. For
0: some reason, I mean, you always hear about when you watch like those old TV shows or any kind of TV shows, the principal is like, it's going to be on your permanent record, right? Permanent record, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is kind of the thing like, he called Goof and said that your son's going to end up in jail and go right. to the electric chair, right? That's what he said. And of course, Goofy was, you know, so concerned about it. And he didn't obviously didn't want his son, even though the, he wasn't even that, he didn't even do anything that bad, you know, Max. He didn't even do it. Remember, do you, you guys remember what he did? I mean, they yeah, he,
1: took over a, a, uh, assembly assembly.
0: Yeah.
2: Kind
1: of bad.
0: Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it was kind of cool though. Right.
2: <laughs> well, it depends on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from the kid's perspective, heck yeah, that was cool. If you look at it from a parent's perspective, you're going, Oh well, my goodness, why would you do that?
1: Joe, if someone took over your assembly, you had to talk at You'd be upset. If it was going to be awesome. I'd be like, Hey, go for
0: it. <laughs> you know, if it was going to be cool, whatever. The kid's gonna have some fun. Whatever. It's not that bad. It was like he was like doing drugs somewhere or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, teenage relationships with parents. We talked about this a little earlier. Jen, you're kinda going through it right now. Uh
2: yeah, I, I mean, but it's not, it's not something that's unique. I think it's, it's kind of, it's a rite of passage. You, you both of you will at some point have the same thing. And at that point I'll be free and clear of it Yeah, on um, the other side.
0: You'll be, you'll be laughing at us, trying to give us like tips.
2: No, I was going to say. So, do you do you remember? I think you sent me um, the meme a little while back, where it starts off. You know, you've become an adult when you watch a goofy movie, and instead of siding with Max um, on the trip, <laughs> you side with you side with Goofy, and that's where that's, that's funny. One of those turning points where you you realize that you've become a full fledged adult.
0: Yeah, and it's that's the pretty same, funny. It's the same thing with Star Wars too. Like one point in your life, you're gonna go ahead and you know, understand what Luke. And then one point in your life, you're going know, to understand with Darth Vader. And then, no, no, actually goes like Luke. What? Yeah, yeah, because it goes Luke. You know, you're like the kid, you know, right? Okay. Then you get to a point where you're um, Han Solo. And Han Solo's like, you know, he's like a rebel, you know? So you're going to get to, you're gonna be like, oh, you know, Han Solo's my favorite character. And then you're going to get to a point where you're Darth Vader. And you're like, you know, Darth Vader's like my favorite character. He's like the adult guardian I guess he wants to take over the universe.
2: <laughs> I think that's drastically different. <laughs> than no, a at the end though, movie.
0: Listen, but at the end, Darth Vader, he Anakin was like all he wanted to do was protect his family, right? That's the reason why he turned to the dark side. Yeah, right. He was so scared of losing his family, and at the very end, he kind of got off his path a little bit. But at the very end, he was like, "He, what happened?"
1: He cut off his son's hand.
0: N- no, after that. <laughs> 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 after that.
1: He He saved
0: Luke. Luke was about to die. And he was like, oh, and he threw like Palpatine like off the little thing. And then Luke is like, oh, we're friends. But then he died.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. You see what
2: I'm getting at (laughs) No, Still a stretch. Sorry.
1: (laughs) To try to strengthen their father son bond, Goofy decides to take Max on a fishing trip following a cross country map route he and his father took years ago. Before leaving town, Max stops by Roxanne's house to call off their date. But when Roxanne mentions going with someone else, Max panics and instead fabricates a story about his father knowing Powerline, telling her he will be on stage at the concert. At the start of the trip, Max hurts his father's feelings after Goofy inadvertently humiliates Max at an opossum-based theme park. Later, Pete and PJ happen to meet up with them camping by a lake, while PJ informs Max of how all their friends expect to see him on stage at the Powerline concert. Pete advises Goofy to keep Max under control. Goofy takes his son fishing and shows him the perfect cast fishing technique, accidentally luring Bigfoot to their camp. Pete and PJ flee, leaving Goofy and Max to spend the night with Bigfoot. At night, while Goofy sleeps, Max alters the map's route to Los Angeles, where the concert is taking place.
0: So the name of that possum was like uh, Lester's Possum Park, I think it was. Uh, Mm -hmm. I actually uh, wrote it down on my phone, but I'm using my phone as a camera right now. That's one of my favorite parts in going on road trips is to stop at those kind of weird spots, you know, really? those weird places. Yeah, man. One time I was on a road trip to New York and there was like, uh, we stopped to eat somewhere and like we stopped to eat, I think it was like at a Wendy's, right? Cause we were driving, um, uh, you know, what, 18 hours or something like that. So we stopped at Wendy's and there was a sea monster place and they were promoting like this sea monster. And I was like, you know something? I want to go see the sea monster cuz there was like a big statue, right? So we went looking, Mel, Nick and I were looking for the sea monster place and I guess it shut down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um this kind of remind me reminded me of that.
1: I didn't I forgot completely Bigfoot's in this movie.
0: Yeah, man. Such Bigfoot's a, in this movie?
1: What a weird uh thing to add in the movie. Why? I don't know, It just seems weird.
0: Why, man? Because out of nowhere. I love Bigfoot. And they're sitting there like, they're taking video of Bigfoot mm-hmm. and then they get back into the car and...
1: Goof forgot to take his lens off? No. Is he it? forgot
0: the camera outside. So Bigfoot's oh, sitting there breaking right. the camera and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, wow, we got Bigfoot on camera and uh, we're gonna be we're like rich, you know? And then they're like, oh, the camera's out there. And Max got had a Goof. It's one of those movies where, just like you kind of saying before, where it is... When you watch it as a child, as you watch it as a kid, you get to experience it differently when you watch it as an adult.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Absolutely. So anybody who this is, you know, one of your one of your favorite movies that you watched as a child, you should go back and rewatch it as an adult just to see if your feelings change about it. Or if you, you know, notice that you're reacting differently to to different scenes like in your head, you know, kind of justifying Goofy's behavior whereas before maybe you were kind of on Max's side. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of that natural progression that we all get.
1: The next morning, Goofy decides to make Max the navigator of the trip. The two go to different locations that satisfy both of them. Eventually, they stop by a motel where they meet Pete and PJ again. When Pete overhears a conversation between the boys, he tells Goofy that Max has tricked him into traveling to Los Angeles. The next day, Goofy and Max come to a junction, one leading to Idaho and the other to California. Max chooses a route to California, making Goofy stop the car at the Grand Canyon and storm off in anger. With the brake loose, the car drives off on its own. Goofy and Max chase after it and end up in a river. After a heated argument, Goofy solemnly declares that no matter how old Max gets, he will always be his son, and the two finally reconcile with each other. After learning of Max's promise to Roxanne, Goofy decides to take him to the concert in Los Angeles. The two nearly plummet to their deaths down a waterfall, but Max saves Goofy using the perfect cast technique.
0: So, uh, my son and my wife and I were just watched, I know it's not Disney, but actually, you know something? I think Disney has the rights to it. We've been watching the Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies. Mm-hmm. It's on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah.
2: Then they have the rights to it.
0: Yeah, well, I, we were just watching it and something very similar happened where the um oh man Greg, I think is the name of the the diver. They That's the here. main character. Yeah, Greg and his family. They went on a road trip and they were supposed to be going to visit like a some family members, like birthday party or something like that. And uh and in the process, Greg wanted to go ahead and go to like a comic con video game convention thing. So he got the map out and changed the GPS on a map. But they changed it. He changed the GPS in the car to go to the convention instead of going to the actual, um, the birthday party, like the family event. And it worked out, but he was missing for like two hours and it was like a big ordeal, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and the mom went there and embarrassed him in front of everyone. So, uh, but it was very similar where the kid tried to go ahead and trick the parent.
1: In I the, feel
2: like this is, oh, sorry, Alex, go ahead.
1: Um, I was going to say, do you remember, I mean, you haven't seen in a while, Jen, uh, you recently, you, Joe. You recently watched a little bit. Does Goof pull out the "I'm disappointed" thing? Does he say that to Max instead of saying "I'm mad at you"? Does he say "I'm just disappointed"? I can't do a Goofy
0: impression, but <laughs> that was pretty good actually. No, he tried to go ahead. He knew, obviously. You know, we just read about it. He knew that he was trying to trick. Yeah, him. I remember. So it like, came to like a fork in a row. Yeah,
1: he's like sweating right. Is he yeah. sweating? He's hoping that Max makes the right decision. Yeah, and Max says, uh, "Take the take the left."
0: Yeah, at the very last minute, like Max was like very cautious. He didn't really want to go ahead and he was thinking about doing the right thing. He was thinking about doing the right thing, right? But obviously, he didn't do the right thing. But in Goofy, it was like a big, funny moment.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's really funny that map had like two things: I had Los Angeles, then I had wherever they were going. It was like two things on the whole map.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was funny.
0: (laughs) What were we going to say, Jen?
2: Um, oh, I, I feel like this is like a typical arc that you have with any kind of parent-child um, conflict yeah. with a movie. You yeah. know, where the child has to make a question of old. You know, the child has to make a decision: do they do the right thing or do they do the thing they want to do? Uh-huh. And of course, they don't ever do the right thing initially, and then yeah. somehow there's resolution in there somewhere along the way.
0: Yep, of course. And I mean, it's a really great strategy because you're gonna go ahead and get the the kids who are interested in the movie, and you're gonna get the adults. Mm-hmm. It's gonna hit like both like needs, I guess you can say, you know.
1: Yeah, and being being the goof, uh, what was he really popular in like the seventies? Mm-hmm. at one fine. So yeah. people who are adult, who are the adults, during the early nineties, are the adults now, and they like goof, and now the kids have their own version of the goof, which is Max, the cool skateboarding kid.
0: Yeah. Man, I had, I had on here what episode Goofy was. Episode 31 is Goofy. Oh, is it? Yeah. And, you know, if you want to go back and kind of uh, listen to the evolution of Goofy mm-hmm. and all the different types of Goofies, which there was a couple, mm-hmm. right? I wouldn't say all, but there was a couple. This Goofy right here is my favorite Goofy. Really? Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. If, I mean, it's, it's my favorite Goofy. Which one do you like?
1: This is my favorite, but the new Goofy I like.
0: I like the new Goofy, but yeah. there's no Max in this. There's no Max you right. know, in there the new isn't. series, or whatever. And he's not like a father figure mm-hmm. in the new one. Yeah. So like this goofy is my favorite. You know, even as a kid, this I think this would be my favorite. I mean, obviously I didn't know the the new one, but because he's like a father figure mm-hmm. in this one. So you you kind of make that connection with Goofy.
2: I'll agree. I like this, I think, of of all of you know, the different goofies that I've seen over the years. I think that this nineties single dad goofy is the one that I like the best.
0: It's the 90s, you know? 90s are the best.
2: They're making a comeback.
0: The 90s are making a comeback?
2: You don't know that? How are the 90s making a comeback? Have you not seen how the kids um, dress? They uh, wear yeah. white
1: socks, white shoes with light jeans. Light blue jeans. <laughs> it's very so 90s. So maybe like
0: 90s clothes, they're making a comeback. But how can the 90s be making a comeback? Ah, maybe.
2: Some of no, the- but- um DuckTales got a reboot um yeah you know I mean you got to figure people that were kids and teenagers in the 90s you know now they're the adults that are taking the helm for all these you know big companies Mm -hmm. you know they've moved their way up now and so the things that brought them happiness from back when they were a kid they're kind of bringing back and trying to reboot DuckTales was a huge one
1: yeah
0: DuckTales and it's really good now too it's even even better better than before I think
1: I can't wait to watch DuckTales I'm gonna wait though
0: I can't wait to do the DuckTales thing at Epcot, the, like the scavenger hunt.
1: Mm-hmm. Goofy and Max make it to the concert, and while attempting to sneak backstage, they end up on stage and dance with Powerline, being watched by Pete, PJ, and Roxanne on separate televisions. Goofy and Max later return to Roxanne's house, so Max can tell the truth to Roxanne. She accepts it and admits she always had feelings for him, ever since the first time she ever heard him laugh. The movie concludes with Goofy's car suddenly exploding and ejecting Goofy, who then falls through the porch roof of Roxanne's house, where Max proceeds to introduce him to Roxanne.
0: So it has a happy ending.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Disney movie.
0: Not all Disney movies have happy endings, though.
2: What
1: name of Disney movie doesn't have a happy ending? Jen, you know of any? <laughs> I
2: like how you just threw that right on me because that was com- <laughs> I was completely unprepared for that. I, I, you put me completely and totally on the spot.
0: Let's see here. let Well, there.
2: old Yeller. Okay. Old Yeller. Said old yeller. That's,
0: that's not a Disney
1: movie? Yeah, I think it no. was.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: But yeah, I guess most. I mean, if you Disney hate movies, dogs, it
1: has a happy ending.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess most Disney movies do have a happy ending. There's yeah. no doubt about it.
2: Yeah. Well, you have to. You can't leave the theater mad. Yeah. They want more of your money.
0: (laughs) Leave the theater mad. I'm never coming to see a Disney movie again. I guess you're right. Usually all the bad stuff happens at the beginning, and then they kind of like, oh, you're like, this is so terrible. I don't want to watch any more of this. And at the very end, you're like, oh, that was good. I can't wait for the next one. They trick you. Yeah. They mess with your emotions.
1: That's right. That's what happens. They start you on a low, so they bring you up to the high. Yeah. They break you down just to build you up.
2: That's it. That's the that's the formula right
0: there. It's like the Marines.
1: They break yeah. you down. The <laughs> yeah. Every Disney movie is like a little little Marine Corps.
2: That's a that's a strange analogy, but okay, I guess that makes sense.
1: <laughs> so uh, so Max gets the girl, but then the, I think the next movie, like she Roxanne's like no more. In no the sequel. No. CLA do racks it. Roxanne. Well, she, he goes to college and.
0: Oh, that's what happens.
1: Different girls on his mind. That's what happens. But uh, the goof busting, breaking his car, and flying through the uh, roof of the porch is very goof like. That's yeah. for sure.
2: Of course. She had to end it with that. You know, that classic goofy move.
1: Yeah. A goofy movie was released in theaters on April 7th, 1995, and made $35 million at the box office. It received mixed reviews, and because it was attached to the recently fired Jeffrey Katzenberg, the film's release was deemed by Disney to be merely a contractual obligation. A direct-to-video sequel titled An Extremely Goofy Movie was released on February 29, 2000. These two films have garnered somewhat of a cult following, particularly among people that grow up with the film, and since 2015, has become a much more visible property within Disney.
2: So, um, when we were at Hollywood Studios a few weeks ago, um, we were in line for one of the rides. And there was a guy wearing a, um, you know, the shirts that kind of they're just completely and totally covered with characters. It's just kind of like a, a hodgepodge of whatever. Yeah. Well, he had a shirt that was all of the characters from a Goofy movie. It was really cool. And I wanted to know where he got it.
0: You should have tapped on his. Well, I guess you can't right now. but
2: No, no, no.
0: <laughs> you could have like, isn't it like when you're on lines and they have like plexiglass like in the lines or no?
2: Well, this was we were still outside. So. Oh,
0: okay. You could, have, you could have like, you know, went like 20 feet away and was like, hey, you and the shirt. Where'd you get it? I like your shirt. <laughs> you could have wrote him like a little note, you know, and gave him a little note.
1: Yeah, with your yeah. germs all over it. Yeah.
0: Well, I know you could have like just doused it in like hand sanitizer or something. Oh, okay. You could have doused it in hand sanitizer made it into a paper airplane and flew it over to him.
1: There you go. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The film's planned release on Thanksgiving 1994 was delayed due to the monitor used to capture the film's animation having a single dead pixel, forcing them to recapture three quarters of the film again with a non-defective monitor.
2: The character of Powerline was heavily inspired by real-life pop stars including Michael Jackson, Prince, and Bobby Brown.
0: The film's world premiere took place on April 5, 1995 at the AMC Pleasure Island at Walt Disney World Resort in Lake Buena Vista and was attended by director Kevin Lima and voice stars Bill Farmer and Jenna Von Oy.
1: Donald Duck originally had a larger role where he played a travel agent.
2: Multiple references to a Goofy movie have appeared in the 2017 DuckTales series. The first was in season two, the episode Raiders of the Doomsday Vault, where two of the main characters, Dewey and Della Duck, are seen singing along to Stand Out with a Powerline CD near them.
1: PDA's initials stand for Pete Jr. Bobby Brown was originally set to voice Powerline and had already recorded some songs for the character, but was fired due to substance abuse issues. Some of the songs Bobby did for the movie were revamped and ended up on his Forever album.
2: The cast recorded together, which is a rare occurrence for animated films or TV shows.
0: The Lester's Possum Pals show Goofy Dregs Max 2 is a parody of Disney's own Country Bear Jamboree attraction at various Disney theme parks.
1: We here at DizHiz love a goofy movie and is one of those classics that will never get old. Looking for a cool custom magic band? Check out magicyearband.com to specialize custom skins for your magic band. Choose from over 700
0: professionally designed magic band skins. Even create your own custom design, maybe with DizHiz on it.
1: The decals are durable, waterproof, and easy to apply. People will for sure come up and ask where you got your magic band from. Just tell them to head over to magicyearband.com and start creating today.
0: Hidden Mickeys. So we're going to go ahead and talk about some Hidden Mickeys. And there's been a lot of feedback on the Hidden Mickey part of the show. And people kind of want us to go slower. And I do post the show notes. Yeah. Like on our Patreon, you know. So you can kind of see all of our history and all of the Hidden Mickeys on our Patreon. Uh, And also in our Discord chat. Uh, There's some Hidden Mickeys there. Uh, so we're just going to talk about these hidden Mickey's not really let's not go through them so quickly and just talk about them. Okay. So Jen, you want to, do you want to go ahead and read the hidden Mickey's or Alex, you want to switch? How do you guys want to read them?
2: Okay, go ahead. Um, so the first hidden Mickey, um, that we have is during the power line concert. So actually it's not the first one in the movie. It's later on. Um, during the power line concert, Mickey mouse can be spotted in the crowd in the lower left portion of the crowd shot immediately after the stage manager is thrown into the diamond vision screen.
1: Wow. So Mickey Mouse, the character is spotted.
2: Yeah. So I wonder,
1: if, not... I wonder if he's in, state, in the con. He's going, hey, that's my friend Goofy.
0: Do you think he knows him I in mean, that universe?
1: I mean, they were friends before he had Max. Because so... it's like a multiverse, right? Right. And, I mean,
0: and Donald is mentioned in...
1: Yeah, the... said Donald was supposed to be in the movie, but he wasn't. At least I don't remember him being in the movie. He said he had a bigger role, but I don't remember him being in the movie, period.
0: No, he's not in the movie, but they, we talk about Donald, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't, they mention him though. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's Goofy's friend. Max mentioned, hey, you know, Donald's his friend type of thing. Oh, they do? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I'm a, so Mickey was like at a Powerline concert and he was like, whoa, Goofy's on stage. Well,
2: that's crazy. <laughs> it's a non traditional Mickey, hidden Mickey. Yeah. I mean, it's.
0: Yes. See? Right? This is not really a hidden Mickey. It's actually Mickey himself hidden there.
1: Okay,
2: that would be the literal definition of a. That's right, a- <laughs> Mickey. It's
0: kind of like "Where's Waldo?" "Where's Mickey?" Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Which
0: how they made that? They should definitely make that. I guess <laughs> two weeks from now it'll come out. Yeah,
2: ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, earlier in the movie, Mickey Mouse can be spotted during the show in the auditorium when Max flies towards Roxanne in the left bottom corner, right after the camera focuses on the whole room. Also, oh,
0: go ahead. You can keep on going.
2: No, 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 because that's a different one.
0: Okay. So he's in
1: it twice?
2: But so he's in the he's in the him? beginning concert and then he's in the end concert.
0: He's kinda like So a, he's
1: at the school too?
2: Yeah.
0: He's like a stalker. So maybe he's stalking them. He's a stalker Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch. I'm gonna look for these. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I can go ahead and uh, put the clips. Uh, maybe I can't do that on YouTube. Like, I don't know. I think he's blocking. a certain
1: certain time frame, so Yeah looked it up but uh that's weird that Mickey Mouse is uh he's there himself at the high school and he's at the concert wow
2: he's, he's a super around. fan sounds yeah. like there should be another he's, movie he's yeah. a super fan of powerline so much so that you know kind of like the um what are they like deadheads you know the people that uh-huh. follow the grateful dead or yeah. something like that he's like that but for powerline so that's anything a, having to do with powerline mickey's there even
1: if a kid puts on a a impromptu powerline concert Mickey Mouse is there
2: Yep. He just knows. <laughs> Later on during the movie, during the song on the open road, uh, Mickey and Donald can be seen driving a car and he actually has a little snippet of a line in the in the song.
0: Hold on one second. So Donald and Mickey are both together?
2: Yeah, they're in a car driving on the road oh, on the open road. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> on the way to the Powerline concert.
2: So my brain has this weird capacity to remember like lyrics and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And his line is something like, and we're going to California or bust. Like, it just, like, literally just came from the back of my head and shot forward Who said it? it? But I think that's the, I think that's the lyric. Oh, the really? Oh. Yeah, that, that Mickey says.
0: So, Mickey's actually, he's not, he's not in the movie.
2: He's, he's in a car when they're driving, when they sing the song on the open road. Yeah. He's in a car with Donald. Oh. And like singing? a convertible. I can see it. Oh. I don't remember that part. <laughs> See, I can remember that line, but I can't remember why I walk into the kitchen.
0: No, oh, yeah. That's usually how that goes.
2: And the uh, final Hidden Mickey that we have listed is um, in the very, very beginning of the movie, um, right before Goofy walks into Max's room, there is a Mickey Mouse phone on the yep.
0: dresser. I do remember seeing that one. It's like one of those big phones. You like know? the classic one? Yep.
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. Nice. We haven't had Hidden Mickey in a while.
2: Yeah. That was pointed out to me by uh, my husband when he listened.
0: You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell.
2: If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction.
1: Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line. Wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Memories, memories, talking about those Disney's memories.
0: So, Alex, do you have any memories?
1: Um, I mean, not. I mean, I watched it a month and a half ago, so I remember watching the movie. But memories I can think of and fall back on, not really. Okay. How about you, Jen? You got any memories?
2: So my my two big ones are the first time that I ever watched the movie. Like I said, I, I babysat um the little girl across the street. And she was big, big into Disney movies. And so I remember watching it with her and kind of enjoying it. And so, and having her continually wanting to watch Disney movies with me is kind of something that brought me back around. Cause you know, you kind of, you know, you like Disney and then maybe you get away from it for a little bit. And she definitely was something that somebody that brought me back into it. Like, Oh yeah, I really do like this. So, um, that was my, memory with seeing it the first time Um, and then loving that movie so much that when my daughter was a toddler and you know kind of going through the repertoire of Disney movies that one um, was one that we watched that kind of really stuck with her and she liked the song um, from the beginning of the movie the one where they're on the school bus and so um, her and my husband and I you know we used to sing that when she was little and all the silly and funny voices and when we were talking about this at dinner one night last week she's like are you gonna tell the story where i sing that line i'm like yeah sorry i'm going to <laughs> so um but there's um the line so she must have been three and so the line is i think it's the bus driver that sings i'm gonna sit on my butt and so she used to sing that and crack up as a three-year-old <laughs> that's So, funny. and she still remembers it
0: that's pretty awesome
1: is that the is that part of the movie where like it starts off with him walking on a street and he's singing
2: maxes yeah that's, that's someone,
1: how it opens someone made a live action recreation of that no way really yeah I f- really i saw it not too long ago and it's like dead for dead shot recreation of that opening scene of him i'm gonna scene. have to find that yeah now. me too maybe yeah. i'll go ahead and put put it in uh the youtube video so
0: uh yeah i have some you know watching goofy with my son for the first time mm-hmm. you know uh how do you like it
1: how did he like it
0: i think he was just too young to really understand what you know oh was it a while it ago it was like a maybe like a year ago so you know i don't think he really understood because even like my other memory is going to meet goofy and max on the cruise ship Mm -hmm. to me i'm like oh wow goofy and max you rarely, i mean i don't think they're in the parks jen said that she saw them like max in the park i'm not sure i I haven't seen them in the parks even -hmm. if she did see them they're not very common characters to see in the park not max yeah so uh you know seeing max and goofy was really cool experience for me. I don't think he really cared that much. Mm-hmm. But we took pictures with him, and uh, I don't think he really got the whole, you know, goofy, I'm like, you know, the dad, the father figure, and he's the son type of thing. I don't think he really understood that. But maybe in a couple of years, he'll understand it. And maybe when he's a teenager, he'll be like, oh, wow, I don't like my dad. And uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> hope of, not. I mean, I hope not. But it seems like it's not unusual or not uncommon for teenagers to not... I mean I'm sorry it's coming
2: for both of you (laughs) yeah what hey listen
0: growing up I got along with my my mom yeah I got along with my mom me too yeah so I mean it might be fine
2: has life got you down tired of working 40 plus hours a week ready for a storybook dream vacation
1: Check out StorybookDestinations.com to book your vacation and get special trip reports and insider information. Don't let planning overwhelm you. Let the team at Storybook Destinations make your plans for your next Disney vacation.
0: Check out StorybookDestinations.com to plan your next Storybook Dream vacation now. Okay. So what did you do with the world of Disney slash news? So, uh, Jen, what'd you do?
2: So the two big things, and I can actually add a third one on now, um, is, you know, since, um, since the pandemic's hit, Disney's kind of done some, um, they've released some recipes here or there. They'll release Mm -hmm. it on their, on their blog. And so we've, we've done a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and one that I saw released that was, um, something that we really liked was the, um, the grilled cheese from the, the Woody's lunchbox. I don't know if that's the right. Yeah. I think it's Woody's restaurant.
0: I think so. Woody's lunchbox. Uh,
2: yeah. So we, we tried that grilled cheese a while back and my son loved it. And so, um, we actually found that recipe and recreated it this week. Um, so, you know, it's really cheesy and you, um, you know, there's garlic in it and all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. So I was like, do you want to try to make it? And he's like, yeah. And uh, so I made it and he was super, super excited for um, trying it. So that was that was good. So that's definitely something that'll probably be in our rotation. Um, the sad news was I had a, a girl's trip planned in November on the Disney dream. Oh, no. And um, it we just decided to go ahead and to cancel it mm. um, just because it turned out, um, you know, they keep pushing back sailing dates. And so that one was going to be the very first sailing out at this point with the newest round of cancellations. So I talked to my friends and we just decided that either they're going to cancel it or or do we really want to be the guinea pigs? So yeah. we pushed it We pushed it back to next year. But we're kind of excited because they um, had the option to go on the um, Fantasy, which is a ship that neither one of my friends have been on. So when I asked them, hey, do you want to switch over to that? They were like, no questions. So now we have something to kind of look forward to again. That's cool. That's so. awesome. Yep. And we got, um, we snagged a reservation for Epcot for I think next weekend or the weekend after. Um, so we're actually going to go out and do some food and wine stuff as a family. So that's kind of cool. Cool. Awesome. Sweet. That was my Disney week.
0: Got your DD. Dunkin' Donuts? That's true.
2: No, he is 100% correct. I do have my DD now.
0: (laughs) Okay. About you, Alex, what'd you do in the world of Disney slash news?
1: Uh not too much. uh last week, I said we started watching Good Dinosaur, which we finished this week, and it was a pretty good movie um I think uh i would never seen it before, and I've seen the character like on games and stuff on like this card game. I've seen the character, and I mm-hmm. didn't know anything about them. It's a pretty good movie. It's definitely uh a sadder movie uh when it comes when it's down to it, because the whole movie the kids just trying to get home to his parents, and they have like this southern twang, so he says, "Mama and Papa." Which makes it sound like even worse when he's like yelling out, Mama, Mama You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a pretty good movie. We finished Hamilton for the second time. Watched that with my daughter, um while she was trying to go to, while she was falling asleep and stuff. And we finally finished it. So watching that a second time, um, definitely appreciate it a little more. I definitely wanna watch it. I definitely wanna listen to music and look at the lyrics while I listen to music. I need to do that sometime so I can get the lyrics down. Especially the one with um with the guy who raps really fast. Uh a French guy, Lafayette. Yeah, Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah, I need. I need to get the words in that one because it's so hard to understand him because he raps so fast and yeah. with a little French accent. Um, and then we finished uh, Mulan. We started Mulan again, and we finished it uh recently as well. A lot of finishing movies. Cool,
0: awesome. So I just want to mention some Patreons who are the part of our you know Imagineer and Keys to the Keys to the Kingdom tiers: Tara, Chris, and Steve. Uh. They're like our highest tier, so they get mentioned um, on the podcast. Want to say thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you, everyone, for supporting us. I just to...
2: We appreciate you.
0: Yes, we sure do. And also, um, I watched a Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did some trivia. If you are on our Patreon, you get to come to uh, do a Disney trivia. And last week, Steve, he was uh, he won some uh three cheeky chicks uh he won a wax melt a pirate pirate water pirates Ooh. water yep <gasps> have you had no. that one Did, have you tried that one alex
1: no we haven't tried it yet christina's waiting for the best time to try it she wants to hold off and wait for the perfect moment to try that one
0: she had you guys have it though right
1: <laughs> we have one yeah
0: but you're waiting for the perfect time when yeah it's I, don't, like- I don't know what
1: it means but that's what she's doing okay.
2: <laughs> i'm gonna need you guys to just break me off like one little square of that because i can't spare a square <laughs> We're kind of obsessed with the pirate water smell. So,
0: okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. We uh, need to go ahead and try that too. But I, I messaged Steve and I was like, "Hey, Steve, Cynetose. when you get it, now send it back." <laughs> no, uh, I want I want him to go ahead and kind of give me like a review of the Pirates of Water. Yeah. So, uh, so some news here: uh, the Ratatouille ride mm-hmm. uh, over at Epcot. Oh yeah, there was a sign there. There was like a sign, but the sign got taken down for some reason. Hmm. No one knows why. Which is uh,
1: when's that supposed to uh, be? It open? It was supposed to
0: be open by now, obviously, but I'm oh. sure everything that you know the pandemic kind of set that back a little bit. Um, there's a a child, the Child Magic Band. You can uh, pre-order a Magic Band.
1: Oh, the Child, yes,
0: yeah, and um, you know some other small things. Rise of the Resistance is still causing having major issues. I'm kind of happy I got to go on that ride. I this is gonna be one of those rides. It seems like. A lot of the rides that have like these a lot of new technology always has issues. You know, we got the the Yeti right over at Everest. Um, I knew over at uh Navi River Journey that the animatronic was gonna be, you know, gonna have issues eventually. And mm-hmm. of course it's starting to have more and more issues and more and more it's not pop it's not there. Hmm. Right. Uh so this is rise of the resistance is like I mean, the technology on this ride is probably the best in the world and I could have predicted that I was going to be having some issues. This is going to be one of those rides where it's going to be hit and miss for a while, I, I would think. Uh, and I, they, sh-
1: they shouldn't do it. If they, if they don't have the capability of upkeeping the ride to the fact that it's going to be possible to ride it all the time, they should bring back the time technology they're going to work on because uh-huh. they should only use technology they know they perfected.
0: Well, I think what they can do is just take out some of the parts. You know, uh, the, of the, that are causing issues. That's, mm-hmm. not, I mean, that's what they're doing with the Navi River journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much to enjoy in this ride. I think the whole experience, like the experience is better than the ride itself. And I've said that before, right. like, you know, Flight of Passage, I mean, that's my favorite ride. Rise of the Resistance is my favorite experience. Mm-hmm. So there's a, you can take some things out of it and it'll still be a great ride, you know, in my opinion. And you-
2: You also you have to remember that, you know, the the theme park industry is a business and it's it's very, very, very competitive. You know, who has the newest, greatest, latest technology? And, you know, the big dogs being, of course, Universal and Disney. And so, you know, I know you guys see this over the years. Disney opens a ride that's innovative with the newest tech, you know, Universal follows suit and vice versa, you know, with all the Harry Potter stuff. And so, um, you know, there's always a push to have, you know, nostalgia can only go so far. You need, um, you know innovative technology to kind of help Mm -hmm. to give you that edge. And so, you know, unfortunately with that comes the issues of, you know, trying to, you can, you can test things all day and all night, but when you're talking about heavy, repetitive, repetitive, excuse me, um, day-to-day use, you know, there's going to be some issues that even in testing phases, you just couldn't foresee. So I'm sure it'll get better over time. I can't, and when you were guys were sitting here talking, I was thinking about, can you retrofit something like that to make it more reliable? And I'm not sure that you could, Mm-hmm. Um, you, because, you know, it's very similar technology to what's in Runaway Railway, which also has um, issues where, you know, it does go down
1: mm-hmm. a fair
2: amount. So hopefully just over time, it'll be one of those things that they'll be able to isolate and identify what the issues are and, and hopefully just kind of fix it so mm-hmm. that it can run smoother because, you know, this is just going to be a problem for the longest time where these rides like this, you know, the demand for it is is out going to exceed the supply for as long as, you know, they're having issues and the tech is down mm-hmm. until the next latest and greatest thing comes yeah, along.
0: Yeah, Also, I didn't know this, but McDonald's, they have some type of Pixar kids meal thing going on. I, guess, I mean... Oh, really? Yeah, Tara posted in Patreon that she went to McDonald's to get, you know, a kids meal so she can get some of the Pixar toys out of it, you know? <laughs> and uh, actually, the boxes look really cool. Do you get to see this? you guys get to see the I boxes? I didn't look at it,
1: actually, but what kind of Pixar are they, are they doing? It? Well,
0: they have like I'm um, looking at this one box right here it has Buzz Lightyear on it mm-hmm. it has um you know Mike Wazowski. and also because there's a new movie coming out Soul and yes. they, I, I guess that's on the box too. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure what the toys are, but uh if you got, I didn't know about it, if you guys are into like collecting those type of things, I would go ahead and check go to McDonald's and uh, check that out for sure that's the his on a goofy movie i'm joe i'm alex i'm jen thanks for listening and have a magical week please follow us on all social media by searching this His 65 share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on patreon.com and search for DizHiz. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply.